The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. podcast. This episode is sponsored by JDS Electrical Inc. Licensed and insured. Call 716-523-2711 for all your electrical needs. I'm your host, Alex. I am your other host, DJ. (laughs) What was up with that? Come on. That was great. I really like your commercial voice and I'm being dead serious. Wait, for real? Yeah, I really do. You're not making fun of me? No, I'm... I... (laughs) I try. It, I try to make it sound like an ad. It gets so serious. <laughs> I try. I try. To. I enjoy it. I really do. Okay. That's your your job from here on out. <laughs> okay. I'll <laughs> say all the sponsors are one sponsor. Are yeah. very important. Yes. Sponsor. JDS Electrical. Thank you for your sponsorship. We appreciate it. This is episode twenty six. Episode twenty six. We have a guest that we will get to in a few minutes. First, I want to talk about crew. So Sweeney Todd is very, 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 very close to being a thing and opening. So I usually with shows, it's the last weekend that I'm just like completely pressed for time. So like I'm there that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, straight until the show opens. So I was like, all right, let me try to get around that and and start the week before. So... Saturday, I went in at 8.30, and I was there until, I don't know, 9, 9.30 at night. And What? Jenna, wow. Jenna, Mrs. Lovett, and Jared, Judge Turpin, were there with me the entire time on Saturday. And then we came back Sunday at 10.30, and laughed around eight thirty nine o'clock. Oh my god! Props to you guys. Yes, and then those two went there today to clean up our mess while I was at work. So we were going crazy all weekend. It was like, I don't know. At the end of this week, not counting what I do on crew Saturday, I'm working a seventy hour week. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> you're a little tired. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. But uh, we we had a um, we also had help. A bunch of people stopped in Saturday to help Sean Ward. Sweeney Todd was there. Um, huge help. I mean, he was there for the duration of crew and stuff. And we got like a big pizza and we we're all hanging out and eating and oh, putting I the crew a good up. One then. You did. <laughs> uh, Michelle came. Kaylee came. Um, Julie was there. I'm trying to think. I, I don't want to miss somebody. Um, VJ was there for crew. Bob was there for crew. I think that's it. I don't want to. I'm sorry if I miss you. I'm very sorry. Um, and did, then, did yeah. you get the bulk of what you needed done, or is there a lot more left? I would assume you <laughs> you got. 
Well, all right. So Plenty I, done. We acknowledged the whole time that we were kind of the worst three to be doing this because we very easily get distracted, the three of us. So we would start a project and then wander off and do another project. So there's like we're very close to finishing all of our projects. Mm-hmm. And then like once they're all finished and it's like, okay, great. And then like the set's pretty much done. But <laughs> we started a ton of projects and didn't fin- completely 100% finish them. So, but I mean, we started a lot, so there's, we're very close to. Everything. I'm a little nervous. We have one week left. Yeah, yeah. Well, at the end of last rehearsal, you weren't there. We, I had an idea to to hand out index cards and ask everyone what your biggest concern is right now. Oh, okay. And write it down, and Sean and I will read over it and decide what we'll do with these. Did you read over them yet? <laughs> do they make you angry? <laughs> yeah. Some of them. Some of them were just completely outrageous. Just completely outrageous. Like, I didn't know what to do with this information that you have given me Are because you, it's wrong. Do you want to share or not? No, I won't share <laughs> okay. for the the sake of these people. They didn't sign their names on it, but I knew exactly mm-hmm. who they, they were. So, okay. Um, yeah, so that will be dealt with tomorrow. But, like, just... Mm. What were some ones that you can um, help out with? Oh, like good ones were like, like uh, I, I really just want to practice a few times with the blood. Like, great. That 100% makes sense. And that's something that, that that person has brought up to me before. So it's like if you bring it up, if it's something that I know that you're worried about, great. That's all the better because I know you're worried about it and we will get it done. But if it's something that you needed to bring up three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago, don't even bother writing it down. I mean, show yourself out at that point. Like, the, it, uh, ridiculous. Did someone say they can't make it to one of them? Oh, my God. No, if that happened, I would just <laughs> I'd scream. But just some things like, I, I can't, I won't say anything. But just some outrageous things that like, okay, so remember when I say after every time we end a scene, questions, comments, concerns, mm-hmm. that's input your concern there <laughs> because I literally asked for it and they didn't. So... There's not much I can do about that, to be completely honest with you. I did my part. Sean did his part. If you didn't do your part, then, yeah, you're going to look like an idiot up there. And that's what I'm concerned about, you not doing your part. Mm-hmm. I did mine. Sean did his. Uh, everyone who comes to crew did theirs. We're, we're working our butts off. If you're not working your butt off, that's on you. Not my problem. So that's are, my concern. Are you nervous? No. I'm not nervous. I said my biggest concern was the set and getting that done. Okay. So being there 20 hours this week was like, yeah, I'm. that's fine. That, how, that'll that be fine. How did rehearsal go on Thursday? Uh, Thursday was the last rehearsal, right? Yeah. It was all right. We did Act 2, and then we ran Act 2 again because everybody feels that Act 2 is their weak spot, which it's weaker than Act 1, but it's not like anything to scream and cry about. Okay. So, yeah, we'll get there. But, yeah, that was just a little tidbit that that we'll find out what happens with that. Because <laughs> okay. it was it was outrageous okay. to read some of those cards. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll see tomorrow. Yeah, I guess you'll see. <laughs> I'll see, too. We'll find out how that how that goes. I'm, I'll be cool. I can keep my calm, but we'll see what Sean has to say. Because mm. some of them are music-related. I, I assumed some of them would be. Yeah. And stuff that has been gone over multiple times. 
that it was said was never gone over. So <laughs> never ever like that. It just there it is. That, um, yeah, outrage, outrage. That well, it seems kind of beef. weird though. We wouldn't have gone over something because seeing as we're running both acts constantly now. Yeah. <laughs> so and seeing that that after every time we end a scene, as a questions, comment, concerns, does anyone feel uncomfortable with any part of this scene? And everybody's always like, "Nope, you're good, great, thumbs up everywhere." That I'm I'm asking you. I'm not just saying that to have fun. I'm not saying that to like sound like a teacher. I'm saying that because I'm I'm interested. And in if you want to better yourself in the show, and everybody says no, so I'm like, great. So you feel that you're doing 100 percent what you should be doing, which is clearly not the case after reading some of those cards. <laughs> so that that is outrageous, and that is where like. I feel for teachers because it's like, no, I not only were you taught this, you're taught it multiple times because we've had rehearsals since early June. Mm-hmm. So you were taught it unless you didn't show up or weren't paying attention. And then you didn't even ask about it until we asked you to ask about it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where I'm at with that. But I crew's great. The set's coming along. The show will get when the show will come together. We figured out blood stuff. So it'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I genuinely feel that. No, I, I'm glad yeah, you feel yeah, that. Because yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm more nervous than you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not nervous. I'm not okay. extremely nervous, but... There's not like... Is there a song, certain songs where you're like, they really don't have this down yet? Not not the main cast, more like the ensemble. No, I mean, there's songs that need work, which will get work this week. Um, I don't know. I trust that it, it, it'll it'll come together. I mean, at the end of the day, I did my part. Sean did his part. I know the majority of the cast is doing their part. I, I like I know that for a fact. So whether the other people bring it up or not, I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see. Okay. All right. Sweeney Todd opens <laughs> July twenty seventh. I feel like this was such a sour. <laughs> no, I am. Note I'm of Sweeney Todd. I'm truly looking forward to it. I'm very much looking forward to the audience seeing it. So no, this is just the realities. Of... These are the realities of of what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and doing the concern thing because like I it might be something I do in the future because it's like I, I I do want to know what the cast is concerned with. But if it's something as big as some of the stuff they were listing, I would like you to bring that up at the start of rehearsals. Mm. Not however many weeks we are into it. Like, yeah. that's a week two, week three thing. Like, oh, can, okay. we, can we run this again? Can we, can we go over this again? Because I don't know a single part of this. So it's like, yes. Yeah. Week two, week three. Let's do it. Not the week before we open. Mm-hmm. Not the week before we open. So that, yeah, we'll, that's that. All right. But I am looking forward to Sweeney Todd. And I am positive about Sweeney Todd. And I'm I'm putting yeah. so much work in. Jenna, Jared. Together. We're all putting so much work in, so yeah, we're we're gonna kick butt. And I just wanted to, to share that because it's something I've never tried before. So I, I want to share my uh, I don't know successes and failures as a director, and I think that could be a good tool. Yeah, that's a good idea. See yeah. where everyone's at. I mean, once you see, you're a little scared, but right, yeah. Once I see, oh, we didn't learn any of this. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Either you were dead for the first couple of weeks or you just don't Although, pay attention. Ha- has there been a rehearsal with every person yet? No. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Which is also not my problem. 
I will put together the best schedule I could possibly put together for you. I have left early. I have left work early every single time we've had rehearsal. Every single time. So it's like I'm committed to the schedule. If you're not, you're not. And then if you miss something, it's on you to make up because we're not. We don't rehearse six nights a week. Mm-hmm. We could. We let's rehearse six nights a week. Let's let's take up everybody's summer. And rehearse that many times, then you will know everything. I guarantee it. Yeah, but, but that's they also not the way we do it. Miserable. Exactly. That, that's exactly why we don't do it because then that is your entire summer. So it's like we we agree to this. We come in at six, you get out at nine, three nights a week. That's that's how we do it. Mm-hmm. So it's like there there's a certain amount of knowledge, I guess, going into it that I have to do a lot of work on my own. Which is yeah, that's that's how it's going to work. That's how we do it here. So if you don't like it. There's a door, which I did say early on. You did. So, I feel like you said that multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that. They knew. And uh, and a lot of people are putting so much work in, and I really appreciate it. I, uh, the, the, the main cast is, is just incredible and just putting in as much work as, as humanly possible. I know so many parts of the ensemble are doing the same. Uh, I just I can't say that for every member. I can't. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it'll be great though. I'm very very excited to share this with the world. Me too. Great. <laughs> great. <laughs> I, I feel like we we have to preface that this is recorded at seven thirty eight o'clock at night. <laughs> this is eight o'clock at yeah. night on a Monday. So we're a little low energy. <laughs> I just work nine to seven, so I literally just got out of work, and uh, yeah. So sorry uh, if it sounds a little yeah mellow. A little rugged, a little raw. That's that's why this is a good podcast. <laughs> also, with all, every, all the other um, actors going on on strike with everything, mm-hmm. a lot of the their podcasts are done. Oh, so maybe we'll get a few more. <laughs> I didn't know that was like associated with that. It's just like if you're promoting your show or promoting your your movie or something, mm-hmm. then um, that also ends with with everything. Wow. So um, maybe, hey, maybe we'll get a few more listeners. <laughs> Transfer over <laughs> to us. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, okay. Let's introduce our guest. This is our, well, I won't get into that. Um, <laughs> this guest is my sister, one of our biggest fans of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister, Rosie Swartz. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Um, as DJ said, I probably am the biggest fan of the podcast. Sorry, Carla. Love you. I do not skip episodes. And Carla, please do not skip this episode. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here um, and to share some fun stories from, you know, growing up in the theater now that I've kind of taken a step away. But um yeah, I'm very excited to be here. So thank you. Thanks for coming. Yeah. I had no idea you were such a huge fan. Oh yes, oh yes. It it makes my Monday that much brighter. I will text DJ immediately if the podcast is not up. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I apologize, whoever's in control of that. I will also <laughs> message the Starry Night Theater page because DJ oh typically is running late for work and will not message me back. So at least Tracy most likely will and say, yeah. "Wow, it'll be going up later. I plan my day around it. My coworkers know, stay out of my office. Oh I my God. To listen to. Um, what, what about yeah. this podcast do you love so much? You know what I love so much is that I wish I had more time 
to be involved. Um, as DJ knows, when I was younger, um, the theater was something super important to me and him especially. Um, and now that I'm older, I live all the way downtown Buffalo, which doesn't sound mm-hmm. that far, but with traffic, mm-hmm. it, you're looking at 35, 40 minutes on, on a good day. Um, and then also I have a dog, <laughs> which needs a lot of attention. Um, and I work. I work crazy hours. I work a lot. So the best that I can do is be an audience member at this point. But the podcast kind of gives me that outlet where it's like I can still connect on a level because, again, I don't see my family or mm-hmm. DJ as much as I would like to. Um, so the podcast is kind of like the, oh, like that comfort of like. Wow, that's so nice. Yeah, you know, of like, oh, I still have that connection with yeah. it without, you know, actually physically having the time to come and do as much as I would like to. But yeah, I love well, yeah. that. And I want to I want to talk about that, too, because um, I was actually talking to Jared about this the other day, Jenna and Jared. Um, it was kind of one of the reasons we wanted to start it is to, to have people who, who have left, uh, like have a way to be connected still. And uh, we had a question when we did our Q&A and it was like, what's the hardest part of directing? So like I, that, I kept thinking about that one. And I'm like, well, so what is the hardest part of like what I do? Like, I'm like, I, I like everything. Um, sometimes there's a, a pain in the butt here and there, but like, that's, that's part of the process. And then I mentioned this in an earlier episode, but it's the the revolving door that I talked about where it's like, I have been so close with so many people who just like leave like you 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 become a family in the few months that that you're working on a show working on a set or whatever and then the next month they're they're gone and like that's that's just and i understand it like i'm not blaming anyone i'm not you know ask me what is it 15 years ago now if like i ever thought that the theater wouldn't be me you and jed no and in that time like no that's what the theater was going to be ask me 10 years ago and it's it's me and my friends at that age Asked me, you know, five years ago, and it's it's Carla Ryan and I will always be the ones doing the long cruise, and now all those people are are gone and and moved on, and, and that, that's not their fault, that's not their their problem, it, it, that's life, but that is definitely the hardest part of everything is that you fall in love with these people for however long it is, and then a few months later they're just they're gone, mm-hmm. and it's like all right, see you three years, and like I will always be here, I will always be a constant piece here. And just like everyone moving through is, it takes an effect. It takes a toll. It really does. Yeah, I think about that too. If I were to ever move away, I'm like, oh, when I come back to visit, I know that I have a place to yeah. go and people to see, and hopefully they would be equally as excited to see me. Yeah, and like that part's great when it's like when when the people do come back, and like yeah. when Carla comes back to a rehearsal, like those are my favorite rehearsals because like I just love when she's around. So and like Ryan would always be the one there with me at cruise, the 12 hour cruise, 10 hour cruise, whatever. He'd always be the one there. And now he's working. He's got school. He's got all, and like I completely 100% understand and I'm not calling anyone out, but it's just like, I miss everyone. Mm-hmm. I really do. Like from, from 15 years ago, from, from five, from whenever I, if I had it my way, everyone would just stay in, in the building. <laughs> Forever We'd all and sleep ever. there. We'd all wake up Become together and just, there. yeah. And just, just do what we love to do. So like, I, I appreciate that that is like working for you because I mean this was our place for the longest time. And I also think that is so cool. And I know you guys have kind of touched on it before, but like what a nod and like hats off to mom and dad for creating a place like that. Yeah, that 
truly means something to so many people. Like, it's not like they own, you know, like a a small business, a clothing shop, uh, something like that, where it's like, yeah, people come and go and people have memories of it. But this is genuinely something that people hold like in their hearts Mm -hmm. and they come back to time and time again. You can cross somebody on the street and they'll be like Starry Night Theater right and you'll you'll think of all these memories these amazing memories and like think about how many relationships friendships have come from the theater right people who are even no longer part of the theater but continue on those friendships that they met through the Starry mm-hmm. Night and I think that's something that's so profound and and that started with mom and dad you know what i mean and i think that that's so unique to have and that's something we were so fortunate to have growing up yeah because we didn't just have mom dad emily dj mikey we had mom dad emily dj mikey plus 30 other people (laughs) who helped raise us and really that's the reason we are the way we are today yeah um and plus we were introduced to so many like adult concepts and themes and literature and music it's not like we were just sitting in front of a TV watching Spongebob all day. Like, we, from, like, the age of, like, five and six, were watching these literary classics, you know, Christmas Carol, Little Women, things like that. And I um, have a story that when I was, like, six, um, Little Women was, like, my first introduction to death. Like, you you don't think about that when you're six. You think everybody's eternal, like, nobody's, like, you're going to stay this age forever. And to this day, there's that song that dad picked um, for that moment. And whenever I experience uh, tragic loss, I go back to that song. Yeah. And that's the only time I'll listen to that song. But that's because I connect that moment with that. And it's like so cool to think that like we had those experiences and you don't really think um, other people your age aren't experiencing those things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of cool. It's kind of like. So crazy, but yeah, yeah not everyone um, gets to be a part of a community theater. It's a unique experience for sure. Yeah, and just like uh, people from all different walks of life who are there is like it's it's crazy. Like I, I would never come in contact with some of these people if it if it wasn't for here. And like I cross them on the street, and like mm-hmm. that's it. So like it, it's it's great to to have a place like that, and it really is special. But like that. Somebody was saying that I, I came off as um, standoffish, I think. And like then, in person? Yes. And and so that Jared was like saying that. He's like, well, I, it's probably like what you're saying on the podcast where it's like like people change so much there that it's like you don't know. Um, are like, are they going to be here next week? Are they going to be here in a month from now? So like I'm sure that's part of it. I try not to come off standoffish. But um, yeah, I don't know. I've been through so many, so many people. And I've loved them all. Like, it's not like I love anyone different just because they're around more. Um, but it's, yeah, that's that's a tough part. And that's the coolest part, too, though, is that you're a collection of all these people. Yeah. Like, of who you are is because of all these other people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily um, uh, a normal experience. Yeah. yeah. You know, like our, like you were saying, I know on the one pa- podcast, like, you didn't really care about having friends in school. That didn't matter. Yeah, right. Because... All of a sudden, Saturday, we're at crew with the people we care about and our yes. friends. I was always that person that wanted something outside of school. Yeah. And even if you do extracurriculars, like sports or something, it's still not the same as having a set community where you go like every Saturday for crew or something like that. Right. It's a little bit different. But, yeah, it's so lucky to have a group of people that you can come back to time and again. Yeah. 
All right. Sounds that's sounds that. good. That's that. Well, it was deep. That was deep. No, but I also like that the the podcast is an extension, like you're saying, of the theater. And so when yeah. people go away or move away, they're able to keep up with what's going on. Yeah. And then they come back and they're up to date and they right right they know who's who and. Which is what we talked about when we started it, too. Like, we, we just want to have an archive of these things, and, and people could literally go back in time and see what we were thinking during what show. And that's why I like when we talk about – I know I don't want to take up too many episodes talking about Sweeney Todd and talking about Frankenstein, like how we did. <laughs> um, but I, I think going back, like, years from now and listening to that will be really a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then remembering, like, oh, my God, I can't – I completely forgot about that. Can't believe I said that. <laughs> yeah, like when we're remembering Sweeney <laughs> yeah, Todd, yeah. like oh my god, Sweeney Todd was such a great show. And then listening back, be like, oh my god, I struggled <laughs> a lot during that show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I I love having the podcast. Thank you for for listening. Yeah. Thank you for being a big fan. Oh yes, thank you guys. Thank you guys. That's another thing I wanted to say is you guys are always so gracious to your guests and really tell them like what like they mean and their impact on the theater. But thank you guys, you know, for for doing this for people like me who like I said I don't I genuinely don't have time. People are like, "Oh, you make time for the things you love." I I can't give another minute of no, my yeah, life yeah. up if I lived closer 100%. Um, but yeah, just wanted to take a second and say thank you guys, um, you know, for doing that and for keeping that alive, especially you, DJ, because, you know, me and you were thick and thin yeah. at the theater for so long. And it's so cool to see you doing this and Thanks. to keep that alive and to see you actually are passionate about it. It's not like like you said, it's not like mom and dad were like, you're going to do this like they absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but to see you and to see you passionate about it and love it so much and it be successful is one of my greatest joys as your sister to get to experience that. So of course I'm going to be a big fan. I'm always going to be a big fan of anything he does, but um, a little Aww. biased, but you know, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, that's so sweet. Do we want to, do we want to beef it up or do we just want to keep going theater? That's up to you guys. I don't care. Let's, let's just beef it up. Let's, okay. let's switch. <laughs> get the beef out. Yeah. Um, all right, who wants to start with beef? I don't have any, but you had two, and then did you have any? Yeah. I'll okay. start with the beef. All right, so my first beef goes out to my good old buddy, Ryan Walters. <laughs> um, anybody who knows Ryan Walters knows it's one of DJ's very best friends. He's been part of our family since I can remember. So Ryan and I fight like brother and sister, okay? Ryan, why am I still blocked on Instagram? Oh. Please, Ryan. We have spoken about this. I think he doesn't know how to unblock people. That's what, that's what I'm going to go with, um, Ryan Walters. Uh, how long have you been blocked? For like five, six years now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, Ryan, unblock me now. <laughs> what, did he say he would unblock you before? Um, he attempted to, I think, but then the conversation switched. So I don't know if that was on purpose. But um, Ryan Walters, <laughs> I paid your way through through ice cream, corn mazes, Red as Robin. Carla. I mean, Carla paid <laughs> for Ryan for many of years. Ryan, unblock yeah, me. Come on, Instagram. you owe her he, <laughs> a friend request. He, last I heard, this was like a week ago, is on Tracy's episode still. <laughs> what? Which is so, so is many two? episodes ago. Like, episode number <laughs> so crazy. many episodes ago. So it'll be another five years until he hears my request to be <laughs> yeah. unblocked. Right. It's yeah, fine. you won't get 
Wow. <laughs> she was around Mother's Day, so that was back in May. Oh, May 15th. Episode 17. <laughs> this is almost 10. Sure. Almost 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my beef is uh, a movie, and that movie is Bohemian Rhapsody. So why is this your beef? Because I feel like you've mentioned this before. On the podcast? I don't know. But enough times <laughs> that I know it. I don't believe I've mentioned it on the podcast. But if I have, I'll I'll hate on it more. I think it's a, a heinous, horrible <laughs> film. And it doesn't even deserve to be called a film. I haven't seen it all the way through. I've seen parts. I didn't think it was that bad. How do you pronounce his name? Is it Rami? Rami, Rami Malik. Yeah, Ra- Rami Malik, I think. I, I believe. I don't know. Oh, my God. Are you going to say name. you hate him? He does not deserve an Oscar for that role. Not even slightly. Not even slightly. I can't say whether I agree or disagree, but I love him. I've only seen him in two things, and this was one of them. What so, the other thing? strike one. Uh, it's called The Little Things. Mm. And he was had... in the, that hit show called Mr. Robot. Yeah. Never watched it. I, I watched I, the first three seasons and then a, fell off. Not a TV guy. But um, he was in uh, Night at the Museum or whatever that's called with Ben Stiller. Okay, yeah, I'm, I <laughs> I don't know. I just in this performance, he is awful. He's awful. Like like not even. I don't understand. I would love to sit down with with the people who gave him that award and and figure out why. Why him out of everybody? Why what, him? What was his competition that year? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but he can't talk through the teeth. He cannot talk through the fake teeth. Everyone's like, well, well, Freddie Mercury had big teeth. I understand that. I've seen him. I I perfectly understand <laughs> that. But when an actor cannot get words out past fake teeth, it's a problem. And it needs to be adjusted. And you have millions of dollars, so adjust it. <laughs> the writing is god-awful. The story is horrendous. And then he has no, like, Freddie Mercury walks into a room. And you're like, you're, the, the presence is there. He has no charisma. Zero charisma from this guy. Zero charisma. I'm I'm shocked. The scene when they're talking about writing Bohemian Rhapsody might be one of the worst scenes ever created. It is so awful. And then he gets the award. Everyone's like, well, he he just gets the award for the end. When mm. when the ending part. Well, the okay. actual like performance that he does. Yes. Which he doesn't sing a note of. You don't sing a note of it. I could watch that video. Well, who's singing it? Someone some random I, if it's not Mercury's voice, it's not it's not Malik didn't sing it all on the, on the mm. in the whole darn movie, so I just I'm curious. I if I were getting paid a million dollars to be in a movie, to be a big time movie star, I would sit down and I would watch that video four thousand times every day, and then I could recreate that right now. I'll recreate it for you if you want okay. me to. And then where's my Oscar? <laughs> he does not deserve an Oscar. He he doesn't deserve it, and, and that will never not make me upset. He doesn't deserve it. He didn't earn it. He 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 literally watched something enough times to recreate it. That's the other thing about movies where they're um, portraying a singer. It's like, why don't you hire an actor who can also sing? Yeah, you'd think they'd think about that. <laughs> uh, Taron Edgerton sings in that. No, that movie, Rocket Man, that was great. I love fantastic. That one. And I would love for him to have won the Oscar, but Joaquin Phoenix won it for Joker, my favorite movie. Mm. So I accept that. Yeah, I accept that. Uh, Malik just doesn't deserve it. Horrible in that movie. That movie's horrible. I'll fight anyone on it. I will. We watched it, and it was Carla, my dad, and I. And, recently? Uh, more recently. And we took a break in the middle to, to eat food, which I don't take a break during movies. So that's first off how you know it sucked. <laughs> okay. And then 
second, I'm like, I really don't want to go back and finish it, but I want to just, just so I can digest how awful this is, <laughs> just so I can properly destroy it. It's horrible. It's a horrible film. <laughs> okay. That's my beef. D- well, let us know if you agree, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the majority do not agree, but I don't care. Rancid film. Rancid, rancid, mm. awful, heinous film. I, I can't really give an opinion. Have you seen it? I have not. I'm I'm not as big in the movies mm. as, as DJ is. <laughs> I'd stay away. Stay away I'd from stay it. Away. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that's my beef. Um, Aired out. Should we go to our next segment? <laughs> the oh, vocab. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fine, fine, fine. Okay, you guys have to let us know. Do you like the vocab segment? I know I've asked this before, but we have not gotten a definitive answer. Flummoxed. I actually know that word. Confused and bewildered. The sudden change of plans left her flummoxed. That's a fun one. Yeah, I know that word too. That's you should a fun pick one. one people don't know. Well, maybe somebody out there doesn't <laughs> know that one. Oh my god. Loqua- Didn't we do that? Loquacious? No. I actually don't know if that's how you pronounce it. I, I passed it. Halcyon. Halcyon. Calm, peaceful, and happy. Prosperous, golden. The, oh my god, I might need actual glasses. I can't read that. The, how do you pronounce it? The halcyon days of summer were spent lazing on the beach with friends. I don't like that. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's the word of the day. All right. I won't remember it because I don't even know how to pronounce it properly Halcyon. right now. Halcyon. Halcyon. Happy. Halcyon. Happy. Right? Yeah. How do you spell it? H-A-L-C-Y-O-N. Okay. Yeah. Oh, calm, okay, peaceful, and happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm quite Halcyon about Sweeney Todd, the performance that we will <laughs> we will do. <laughs> quite Halcyon about it. All right, enough with the beef, enough with Sweeney. Let's <laughs> beefy, get... <laughs> beefy Todd. <laughs> that's, that's if I were playing it. It'd be Beefy Todd. Beefy Todd. Oh, I'm tired. I'm so tired. All okay. Right. We should we should yeah. get into your childhood at the theater. Yes. Talk about your childhood and you both of you growing up together. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, like, I kind of already touched on, like, what a different experience. And you don't realize it until you're older until me and DJ are both in our 20s now yeah and you you look back and you're like oh wow like that <laughs> that's different mm-hmm. than what almost 90 percent of other kids experience um but again mostly all great all good good people around us good support system great su- support system you know we had so many people raise us it wasn't just you know mom and dad so we were so lucky in that sense and to this day those people are still there like they still checked in with us they still you know we call them aunts uncles everything so we were so fortunate in that sense um i do actually have a couple memories from colonel Payne back before we had the new building Oh, okay um because believe it or not i am getting up there in age (laughs) um i'm almost 26 so um i 26 for our 26th episode (laughs) yes very exciting um so the memories that i do have of colonel Payne um are with my sister emily because emily is two years older than me um she remembers a little bit more than i do but i remember sitting in the costume room um as mom would uh you know be pulling different costumes and stuff and um 
the janitor was so nice to me and my sister. He would come and share his lunch with us while my mom was doing costumes because we'd be there all day. You know, as a kid, it seemed like you were there for a year mm-hmm. when it was, you know, a couple hours. Right. Um, but then they, were, they also had this really cool closet that, like, I mean... You know, when you're a kid, everything seems enormous, but this closet was enormous. Like, it was, like, the length of the costume room now, but just one narrow little hallway. And it had a door on each end and all the, the clothes, the costumes hanging in there. And I remember them rehearsing for Lizzie Borden, which Joanne was in. So when we say these people have been part of our lives forever, Joanne, Carl, Julie, all these people, like, literally forever. I have a memory of Carl putting me in my car seat and buckling <laughs> me in and me crying because I couldn't reach my chicken nuggets from <laughs> McDonald's. Um, so then the the next, like, really profound memory that I have is um, Dad picking me, Emily, and Tommy up from NTC and taking us to the new building and we were unwrapping the plastic off the legs of the chairs. The chairs that are still there today. Oh so my God. those have lasted, what, 22 years? Longer than they should. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we were so little and so excited to be part of something. So we're, you know, ripping the plastic off. And um, then they got the little plaques with everybody's mm-hmm. names. And our family all had the, the right side peanut gallery. We all had our own little plaques with our names. So... Those are some of the really old memories I have. Um, besides that, it genuinely was my entire childhood. If we weren't playing in the costume room, we had all our black style houses, everything up there. Um, me and my sister would watch old v- VHS tapes of the plays. So plays that we weren't around for, um, like Voices in the Attic, all these other kinds of plays that Dad wrote, things like that, we would watch on VHS tapes. So when... They talk on the podcast about doing the the play outside. Me and Emily remember it because we watched the VHS tape of it. Because, um, you know, they had to entertain us somehow. We were so right. little. Um, and I have memories of DJ being in a crib in the costume room. <laughs> so it's like it genuinely was our entire life. Um, so things like that. And then I started acting class when I was seven years old. Without DJ, DJ came in the next year, I believe. My first semester, Probably, you weren't yeah. there. Um, and I was obsessed. I was, I loved it. And Julie was the teacher, um, which obviously we knew Julie our whole life. So it was like kind of more comfortable for me. Like I wasn't nervous. I was just kind of like, oh, cool. I'm just showing up to like play around. Um, and then I continued that until I was 13. Um, and in between that time period, I was in... Quite a few shows, more than I, th- I think I was in. I was in Christmas Carol twice, It's a Wonderful Life once, Sleepy Hollow, yep. um, Joseph, Oliver, Hello Dolly. Yeah. That's a fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was in All Through the Night twice, um, which All Through the Night was actually my last play um, almost 11 years ago. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was um, 15. Was my Ooh. last, my last play. Your, um, your life just got busy? It, or? It, yes and no. I went to a college preparatory high school, which I became obsessed with grades mm. um, like no other. Like, ask DJ, he can, I would sit there like OCD crazy, like doing homework until 
two o'clock in the morning. Oh, you're one of us. Yeah. <laughs> me, not me. me. No, 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 me and me and Sean. Yeah, Sean I, I became obsessed with that, and it was like nothing else can distract me from this. This, I just, I don't know for some reason, I just, which was weird because before that, you couldn't pay me to care, like kindergarten through eighth grade. I was like, I, I do not care. But something changed, like, when I got to high school, I was like, oh, wait. And so then I kind of, like, jumped into my studies more and um, distanced myself, but for no reason. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sick of this place or, like, it wasn't anything like that. It was like, I'm genuinely so busy. Um, and then I went straight to college, um, which, again, that but times yeah. 10 yeah. amount of work. So I do come as much as I can. I come to every show almost Except for DJ called me out for not coming yep. to Lottie and Bernice, I think it was. Lottie and, the Lottie and Bernice show, 2019. And I, I did used to waitress. <laughs> he still remembers. I used to waitress, DJ, because it would work with my class schedule. Um, late nights, I would start at 10 p.m. So oh. the show that starts at 8, you know, getting there, having to go home, change, blah, blah, blah. So I did try my best. <laughs> three away three away from the top five i know i know my I know. flesh and blood didn't show up i know and mike know. mike was like well i was sick i was sick and it was the night before i went to washington dc so that's <laughs> and em was like well i didn't like that you talked about that on there <laughs> so no i do feel badly about that but i do i do come i think to all of them now i make make it a yeah. point to and um me and em go together which is also super nice for me because like i said you know, trying to find time for everybody and everything is really difficult. And you don't really know that until you mm-hmm. are at this point in your life. And you're like, how do adults do it? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And and me and DJ at the theater when we were young. Oh, my God. We were best friends. Believe it or not. <laughs> no matter what he says about me nowadays. <laughs> um, me and him were really, really close. And he there was a point even when he took a step away from the theater and left me. It was just me there. Yep. All my siblings. When was this? Oh, yeah. A couple years. Quite a few years it was. Yeah. And all my siblings left me, and it was just me, and I would go with my parents, um, and I would not participate in crew. <laughs> I would sit in the back room and watch, like, DVDs on a little DVD player. <laughs> um, but, yeah, before that, it was me and DJ and Jed, and we were just there to eat what we could eat. Yep. Tear apart the place. If it could be eaten, we ate it. Yep. Destroyed, we destroyed it. <laughs> if we could make money off of it, we made money yeah. off of it. Um, we were, we were crazy kids. We were, we were good kids, but we, you know, we had our fun. Um, and actually, I do just want to go on the record and say that the first Starry Night Theater ghost book was actually put together by me and Jed when we were ten years old. So let's go on record with that. And we raised money for the carpets that are now in the theater. Wow. And we made a whole $27. <laughs> 27 We charged $2 for our bones. ghost books. And we were so excited um, because, like, my parents would be in the shows or directing them. His parents were in the shows or directing them. And we were so into Halloween, even, like, when we were little. So we would decorate the back room with, like, all the props that we could find, anything that was spooky. And we'd have our parents stop at the store beforehand and get orange and black construction paper. Um, and actually, fun fact, there's still part of that giant chain we made, yep. paper chain, in the back room. And everybody knows not to touch it or to rip it off the wall because we that is over 20 years old 
a Halloween orange and black paper chain hanging um, on the wall in the back. But um, we put up a little folder that said, submit your ghost stories here. And people, I remember Paul McGinnis, our cousin Justine, Joanne handwrote. Okay, people, social media, <laughs> texting, all that wasn't big back then. It was paper and pen. <laughs> Hand wrote their ghost stories and put it in our little folder. And I would sit at the computer at home that I'd have to have, like, you know, my mom log on for me, whatever, and type on, back then it was called Microsoft Word. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what is this Microsoft Word? <laughs> and you would type, I would type out, each and every one of their words. There's probably so many misspellings in that book. Um, and someone has to have one somewhere. Julie, I know you have a ghost book somewhere. Julie's definitely Yeah, got come it. on. We got to find this. Um, and, yeah, it was uh, it was a great time. I mean. I mean, theater was your playground. It was. It yeah. really was. And, like, just so many memories. So many me- Like, it's hard almost to pinpoint, like, different memories because it was our life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It wasn't like we had a passion for theater and we're like, we want to be on the stage. Like we were like, oh, mom and dad got to go do, you know, mail today. So we got to find something to entertain ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> that was more or less what it was. And we did. We found, me and DJ especially, we loved it. And then that's when we jumped in a little bit more than Em and Mike. Um, yeah, because I, I remember, and, and dad tells the story, when I wanted to do Halloween Dreams this year, I told the story where him and I both had the idea to do it. He was like, yeah, it's just it's always kind of been sour for me because last time he did it, he wanted Rose and I to be the two kids. And he's like, this is really what I want. Her and I both okayed it. We signed on. And then it came time to do it. And we're both like, no, we're not going to do it. No, I don't want to. You let him down. Big time, but like I at the time I didn't I didn't I wasn't thinking yeah, about it like yeah, that. I'm just like know. no, I don't want to do this actually. Right. So no, thank you. And um, yeah, so I always think about that. Like like that would have been fun to do looking back now. But... It would have been great. It would have been so great. And that again, that was my freshman year of high school. So so oh, okay. much changes. Like yeah. you go from I went from a class of thirteen people to high school. Like right. you, and that's. The, the show starts rehearsing in September. Yeah. So I was like, I don't even know what mm-hmm. is going on right now. You know what I mean? But looking back, that would have been great because yeah. I don't know that me and you ever really had a ton of scenes together no. on stage. I don't think we did, Besides no. Besides being kids together and all through the night, um, we were siblings in It's a Wonderful Life. Right. And I don't, I don't remember if we had any crossover in uh, Sleepy Hollow. We did. We, I only remember this because we are so excited because you said this in Joanne's episode, how much me and you love Joanne on stage. Yes. And I remember me and you being pumped because we had a scene with her. <laughs> and me and you ran on and we had to tell her some kind of news. I don't remember the scene. Dad, Dad will have to pinpoint it. Yeah. And she would, you know how Joanne is, she's so great with us. And we were just so excited. We're like, we're in a scene with Joanne and these other kids aren't. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it was one of those moments. And I remember me and you being like, yeah, like, let's get it. Um, that was also such a great show. And I think the only fall thriller I ever did. Yeah, that probably sounds Which is kind of crazy because I'm such a Halloween person. I love, but you know what? I love watching, watching. the fall mm-hmm. thrillers. There's no better moment than when you're sitting in the balcony. Nobody else is up there. 
and you just you look at that spiral staircase door and dad's playing like Knox Arcana or Midnight Syndicate and all of a sudden you get that feeling you get the chills you see like the little orange light bulbs decorating you're like this is it like Carla was talking about like yeah. when you put the pumpkin out like the transi- transition from summer to fall you get that moment and you're like I wouldn't trade that for anything so I don't think I could ever be part of it because right. I love watching it almost more than anything yeah um but yeah, that's kind of crazy to think about that. That was the only fall thriller I really. That ever is did. wild. I was involved in the uninvited, behind the behind mm-hmm. the scenes. I yep. did. Our cousin Megan was the the corpse. Which, this is not the question yet, but that is my favorite fall thriller of all time. <laughs> I'm obsessed, and I want DJ to do it so badly. Yeah, Such I a don't cool get. Show. I don't get that one. I don't get it. Oh, I absolutely love it, <laughs> and I um got to do her makeup we made her into like a, a scary ghost skeleton kind of and I was a sophomore in high school um but that's also cool because I also had a connection to that show previously when I was like seven years old they did it for the first time um and I actually helped my dad do lights for that and I was so pumped because I was like watch me do this <laughs> like and I just had to click a button over and over to do like a strobe effect um, but I was pumped. I was like, oh, this is going to be the best part of the show. Like, watch me do this. Um, but it, then it was cool because, like, when it returned, I didn't think, like, oh, I need to be part of this because I was part of it when I was younger. It just so happened. Mm. So I think I just have, like, a natural connection with that show. Yeah. And it's so cool, DJ, because it's a haunted house on stage. Like, it's literally about, like, a ghost, like, terrorizing these people. And they do these cool effects, where, like, where the doors just swing open. And our, our building and our stage is so cool. I will plead for the rest of my <laughs> life that he return to this show, but I know he will not. I mean, maybe at some point. I'm just not huge on ghosts. What? Yeah, I feel like that goes against everything you're about. Um, well, now. I don't know. Like, uh, oof. When the horror movies went through the ghost phase, then I'm like, like I don't care anymore. But they did it so wrong because it was all CGI. You have the perfect opportunity where the theater is so spooky and it's haunted already. So then having everybody sit there in the dark and like that's the best part of like the paranormal activity movies. You're just sitting there staring at a black screen and something's going to move and you are not sleeping that night. Like that is it. You're done. You're just watching that time go on the bottom of the screen. (laughs) You're done. You're waiting in suspense. And that show lets you have that opportunity to keep the audience in suspense without even doing much. You don't got to really rely on actors or nothing. Like, you're like, oh, what was that? Did you see that? Did you hear that? Did you hear, like, that woman crying? Like, I'm telling you. Which, like, I like <laughs> stuff like that, but it's like, that's with all the ghost movies. It's like, no, nobody was ever thrown against the wall. Nobody ever woke up with monster scratches on their back. Right. It, no, it never happened. That. It never happened. So when it gets into extremes like that, then it's like, mm, no, but didn't why, happen. But doesn't that want, make you want to do your rendition of it? Like, you... No, because my my rendition would be boring because I truly do believe in ghosts, but I don't believe in like these things that manifest themselves and you see like a human that's coming at you and strangling you. Like, I don't believe that. I don't think that's true. So my thing would be like the first hour of paranormal activity where it's just little things happening and that would be the end. Mm. Because it's like it, with ghosts, it's always the threat that something big's going to happen, and nothing big ever does happen. But I mean, you could do that. You don't have to see her 
at right. the end. I mean, technically, yeah. technically, no. But <laughs> what if you, you don't like, have though? <laughs> put something together for the Halloween party. You did like a little mini skit thing, or even do know. that. Even do that. Have some little staged things yeah. that people will be like, "Oh, what was that?" Oh, stage. <laughs> I don't like stage and ghost stuff. That like, why are you scared? No, no. <laughs> but then like. I don't know, because then there's a question like, oh, well, do you stage ghost stuff when we're on ghost hunts? I'm like, no. But, I mean, they should know it's a Halloween I don't party. Buy... <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to put the time in to, to, oh, I got to make sure this happens right now. I don't care enough to do that. If you come in for a ghost hunt, some of them have been dreadfully boring and nothing happens. But, like, that's when I'm like, that's how you know this is real. Because this, nothing happened tonight. And, like, you go on another one, like, oh, my God, something fell on me and this happened and whatever. But it's like, that's how you know it's real. Because, like. Can no, you, I get that. Have you been on one of the ghost tours? Or so I haven't. I have not. Um, I personally think if it's like, don't take this the wrong way, but if it's like overdone, the ghosts are going to be like, bruh, please. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. we are literally trying to rest. You know what I'm saying? So like trying to like, like once every weekend kind of a deal like it was for like a little bit back then. It's like, okay, too much, too much. Let them be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then they're going to be like, they're going to be like. I feel that they, like people who've been there for a long time, mom, dad, me, you, Joanne, Julie, they kind of have a connection and they, they don't mind showing themselves more or, or it's more of a friendly kind of a thing. But while all of a sudden you're filling the place with strangers, like going looking for them, like it's almost kind of like a, a violation. Like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We share this building. Mm-hmm. We have this trust. Right. When True. we say when we walk in, like, okay, like, you know, and it's never a threatening feel, but it's almost like to me, like, I'm not going to come looking for you because we got this, we got this, <laughs> this bond. Okay. Like, I'm not going to mess with you. You don't mess with me. Like, we're cool. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of more my stance. Not that I wouldn't. But it's right, not right. necessarily – I preferred more like when we used to go like late at night, like when Carla talked about decorating for Ryan's mm-hmm. party. Yep. And you're, you're not thinking about it. You're not looking for them. And all of a sudden something happens and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. poop. Like, yep. you know, like yeah. that is real. So I like more like you were saying the genuine experience yes. as opposed to being like let's – wait for something to happen now like just show up and something will happen as long as you get their trust they'll they'll be more you know apt to come out and be like hey Mm -hmm. you'll be like "Ah." like you know um that's my personal take on it but nothing against the people who no go and search for them but i want to have we have to have a ghost episode and jesse keeps talking about that too we needed to have a ghost episode because there are so many stories of people who are just over the top being like, and that's the stuff I don't like. Where it's like, if you go on a ghost hunt with the right people, and it's like, okay, like let's just shut up. Like the reactions are over listen. the top for yeah. something that's so minor. That or just like, oh, I felt something grab me. Something is inside of me now. And it's like, <laughs> calm down. Right. You need to stop. You need to leave the building. And it's like, so when you go with the right people, you're it's a great time. But mm-hmm. when when there's, I mean, we're theater people, right? So there's some there's some loons in the bunch. So. <laughs> So some people just... Well, I still think one of the coolest ones ever, and I do love that we're touching on this because that is the one thing you guys do not touch on enough. <laughs> is I know. This, this is actually brought to mind that we have to talk about this more. And also like I our know. Halloween episodes. Those are going to be cool. Our Halloween episodes will be yeah. great. Well, I said to DJ, I don't know. Did I say it to you or to Emily? I said, how cool would it be? I don't know like what your guys like deal is like how many times you can be in here but i said to have people come in and record it and then have 
uh, everybody's ghost story, like 31 days of ghost stories. And you listen and it's like it's like a half an hour long. Yeah. But people come in, record their ghost stories, and then it's like your October, your, your countdown to Halloween, and it's all the ghost stories of the theater. Because I feel like people love that stuff. And it also is more genuine instead of like reading it, like someone reenacting what they saw and you can hear their fear and their all that. I thought that would be cool. That could even be cool for social media and like have yeah. that have like a little bubble with their face in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. That would be yeah. really cool. But the as I seen that one of the scariest ones ever is me, you and Mikey, I think, or me, you and Jed were sitting on the couch in the back room and mom came running down the stairs, remember? And she was like, What were you guys doing up in the costume room? Like, you're trying to scare me, blah blah blah. And we're like, we're literally just sitting here. She said that she heard kids going up and down the aisles pushing boxes off the thing and like going ruffling through the costumes we were not up there at all and then uncle jesse had the similar experience where he saw someone who looked like me which is a little scary when i was a kid um he said that he saw me go into my dad's office and i was wearing like a dress so he thought i was like trying on costumes for christmas carol that i was in at the time so he's like oh i'm gonna go mess with her whatever so he, like, goes and pops his head in the office. Nobody's there. <laughs> and then mom had another experience seeing something similar. It was either mom or someone else saw. Yeah. And they were vacuuming or whatever. Yes. They're like, They're like, Rose, get out of the way. And then I'm, like, sitting on the bench over there. And they, like, looked. And they're like, no. So that's also kind of cool. I kind of want to figure out who that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I think, too, us being kids there and our spirits being, mm-hmm. like, so lively and whatever, you almost wonder if there are younger spirits there too who kind of connected with us and now they see us more grown up and are like oh my god you know what i'm saying and still kind of have that connection to us so that's why i agree like if you do the ghost hunt things go with the right people Mm -hmm. in a small group Mm -hmm. who really have more of a connection to the building and maybe the spirits that are there as opposed to you know just kind of a big group of yeah yeah right well i had an experience uh i don't were you there when when Carla called me at the one rehearsal? Mm, I don't know. Recently? Yes. Like, no. Yeah, it was after rehearsal when we were all just hanging out and talking. She, well, she so she called me and I I start going to the back room and I'm under the arch and I like hear my name three times like and I don't I don't have a ton of ghost stories and stuff like that and I do believe in it but like I, I don't know yeah uh, so I'm walking back and I hear my name three times I'm like. Did you just like? Did you just say my name three times to her? And she's like, "No, I literally just called you and picked up the phone." And so I'm like, "Oh, okay." So I went back out to everyone there. I'm like, "Somebody called me, right?" And everyone's like, "No, no, like we're doing our own stuff." So it was it, very clear, like very clearly my name, very clearly three times. I I was like, maybe somebody's like in the costume room. Nobody's in the costume room. Nobody's around. So that and and Callum. I would like to have Callum on again so we can talk to him about this. He's a non-believer. Oh, uh, very much non-believer. But he had an experience. Nat and I were upstairs with him, and like, I forget what happened. Like, I, he either heard his name or somebody's name, and I think we all heard it. And we're like, like looking at each other, like, oh, nope, didn't say that. Nobody, none of us said it. So, is he still a non-believer? Yeah. After, after we were talking about it, and Nat believed. So Nat and I were talking about it, like, oh my god, like that's wild. He's like. Yeah, uh, maybe it was this. And I'm like, nope. He's like the brother from uh, from um, Halloween Town. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And her and I, her and I were like Marnie and the other yeah. one. <laughs> but we just watched it with Carla. That's why that's on my mind. But like, yeah. So I love. We have to do stuff with ghost stories because I have a couple that are are 
I don't cool. really have any. I mean, I've never been on a, a tour in the theater anyway, so yeah. We should do one. Yeah. We Mike should. has maybe has do some a stuff. podcast from the theater like at night. Well, like, go hunting. Yeah. Like go at it's just like, you and me. Yeah, yeah. Go at like two o'clock in the morning or something, pitch black, and yeah. be like, "Okay, guys, we're uh-huh. here." That we could take be all so the equipment. Cool. I would, <laughs> I would do that. We could just record into our our phones. Yeah. Oh my god, I would be scared though. Pitch black at two a.m. Mm. I would just be in a bad mood because it's two a.m. So I'd be like, oh. I love when the ghost shows <laughs> and you just hear <sighs> all the the guys carrying the equipment <laughs> just standing there in the room. That'd be me. And then I bring my super mighty pack out and start going to town. <laughs> just in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'd love to do that. I, we we got to get. Uh, we got to talk more about ghosts. So we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. You could even, you know how for the Halloween party, you really um, have the movies playing yeah. in the back. You could even do that. Like record, mm-hmm. like you were saying, record people doing it and do it in black and white and stuff and just have those like on a loop. Yeah. How cool would that be to be like, oh, my God, like these are real ghost stories of this building we're in on Halloween night. Yes. Like that could actually be so cool. And then you'll have those videos forever. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to do that. And then, yeah, display it back there. And then mm-hmm. the people who come and don't know the place would will get yeah. a little or like even like on a TV downstairs where everyone's like eating and stuff. Yeah. People could stop by that. Um, yeah. See, that's the thing. I was just talking to Tracy about this today. We, we planned so much stuff. And there was just no time. Right. But I, I, it's all stuff that I want to do. Like, we're talking about the starries. You know, I, that's like I looked tomorrow. at my calendar the and other day. Is and that happening? Yeah. August 26th. 26th. Oh, you could talk about that too, DJ, the mocktails that I'm making. Yeah. I was oh. going to, I was going to segue into that. I just, I looked at my calendar the other day and was like, oh, when are we going to North Carolina? And then the next week is like is, stories. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I have to make the form so people can vote. I, so if you want to become a member, hit me up. If you don't, then you're missing out on the stories. And that's on you. Like, I want to make a commercial for it and everything. And just like, there's so much. And I, I found a suit online that I want to get that's like over the top, but oh I want God. it. Does that so, light up? You yeah, should what, get one that has be, be What cool. is over the top about it? Uh, just a pattern. I'll, I'll show you. I'll bring it up. I don't know if I'll do it, but, um, I don't know. It's cool. You know what? You should get a starry night, like the starry night painting and the, it would light up with the little lights, like the stars in it. That DJ, that would be incredible. So I thought about doing, doing the starry night one, but I looked it up and like some of them just look like, like cheap. Yeah. Like this one, like still looks a little fancy that it's like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited for the stories, but it's like coming we, up tomorrow. We gotta get those and ballots out there, and then I know I'll 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 try to type them up tonight, but I'll forget. Okay, I'll forget. I'll try to type them up this week, and and then like it's also hard because people can't vote. I think we should maybe close voting after the first weekend. Mm-hmm. So if you don't see Sweeney Todd after the first weekend, oh, yeah. you don't get to vote because then. Well, but that I don't know after the first week. I have to order the awards. <laughs> I have to put an order in for these awards, and they have to show up before August 26th. Wait, but you you would know how many awards you need. Yeah, but the name's going to be on it. Oh. Okay. So they have to see Sweeney Todd before they can vote. So I don't know. We'll figure that out down the line. But, like, I want to write, <laughs> write up the ballot and stuff. And I want to vote because I know who I'm voting for. Because, I mean, I've seen Sweeney Todd 400 times already. So I'm ready. I'm ready okay. to vote. <laughs> ready Sounds to vote. Good. 
And and not everyone gets an award for everything because like best best overall play, like who would get that award? So we're gonna have a plaque. This is my dad's idea, I think, or yours, one of yours. Oh, that was um, me. To have a plaque <laughs> in the in about. the in the basement, and we put the name of each show that has won uh, best best overall show, whatever you want to call it. Nice. Can't call it best picture, but best whatever. You're, <laughs> you're, you're just. I'm sorry. I thought you would respond to that. Um, okay, yeah, your your mocktails. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so me and DJ came up with the idea when we were in Pennsylvania. Um, oh, when I <laughs> when I misdirected us. When yeah, what happened? Whole no- well, for for what was it? Father's, Father's Day. Day yeah. For Father's Day, our plan was to go to Alicottville. <laughs> And Elegant Brewing Company. DJ decides to use um, Apple Maps, which everybody knows is the enemy. No, he uses Apple Maps. I do. I do. The enemy. <laughs> I do, and I, I believe Natalie does. And I'm sorry if I if I misquoted you there, Nat, but I I think she does as well. No, Google Maps. Why? Everybody knows Apple Maps, and now you should know why. And he still uses them. He put in Ellicottville Brewing Company or whatever. It took us, where were we? Canandaigua? <laughs> Bemis Point, I think. It took us so far away. We were like an hour, 45 minutes away from Ellicottville. And my dad was just like, oh, like, I'm just going to trust DJ. And I would, I didn't say anything. I was like, whatever. I don't care. And then my sister goes like this. She takes out her earbuds and she goes, where are we? <laughs> and my dad's like, oh, like, we're, it says we're almost there, like 10 minutes away. We pull up. We are nowhere near Ellicottville. <laughs> and we're... And, DJ's Apple Maps, thank you. So then we were like, okay, well, we're this far. We might as well go to Pennsylvania for the day. So we were in Pennsylvania <laughs> um, in an at-home parking lot where this idea came to life when Emily was trying to order Starbucks on her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I said, well, if you're going to have an award show, obviously you got to have some kind of fancy beverages that are non-alcoholic because mm-hmm. there's children and we don't have a liquor license. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we are I, responsible, believe it or not. <laughs> I used to bartend, so I said, "Oh, perfect! This is how I can contribute to the stories." So we're gonna have a little craft mocktail bar that I've created three separate drinks, um, all based on the theater. Um, one is a starry night drink that's going to have edible glitter in it. Oh, wow. Um, one is called Podcast Spice, <laughs> and it's a, a jalapeno uh, pineapple mocktail margarita. Ooh. And then um, the third one is kind of a, a sour green apple, and it's called Stage Fright. Um, so it's going to be fun. Take that is cute fun. pictures. You know, everybody will be all dressed up. Black everybody, tie oh event. My has their little mocktails. Like so, yeah, I'm very excited to be part of it. And that way, like I said, I would love to be involved more. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to do what I can when I have the time. And like DJ knows, I help with the Halloween party. Yeah. That's my main, my main mm-hmm. contribution <laughs> for the whole year. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm very excited about that. I think the stories will be awesome. I think that'll be a really yeah, that's fun so time. Fun. Me too. We wow. just got to write all our material. <laughs> no big deal. Mm. Are you guys co-hosting it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, how fun. Co-hosted by the podcast hosts. I'm your host, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, I said I said that you guys have to have somebody have the camera and then have it projected up onto the side. Like, you know what they oh do at awards? Just zoom in onto the person who's no. winning the award. I would love that. I would love that. And then we could do we could do bits with that. That would be fun. Oh I already, we already have something set up for it. So, wait, we got one thing out of, like, I don't know, however long it'll be. An hour? Two hours? Three hours? <laughs> and we have to have the music, too, if they come up and start speaking. But I could just I could just start singing into a microphone if we wanted. Mm. Just... <laughs> Maybe it'll be a recording of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll we can debut out. our new podcast music, intro music. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have that. We but don't. Yeah. We want it. <laughs> Alex, Alex wants new podcast music like crazy. We could make something. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can make our own sound. I'll and it's just, it's just for us. Melody on my ukulele. <laughs> yeah. 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 You play the uke. I'll play the bongos. I'm a fiend on the bongos. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um,. Since you are prepared for the question, what <laughs> is your favorite show that you've seen? No, let's do Benin first. Oh, Benin. Um, I think we kind of oh. touch on this. I, <laughs> looking back, I loved being in Sleepy Hollow. I really did. Like I oh, said, wow. that was my first fall, th- first and only fall thriller. And we had these huge, 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 huge ghost stories. To memorize as kids. Oh my god, yeah. Pages. Pa- Lawrence, pages. <laughs> pages. <laughs> Kill, I was 12. <laughs> the trauma. Um, no, I mean, front and a back in a paragraph, you know, <laughs> nothing too bad. <laughs> but again, the scripts were program size, not. Yes, they were the big. They were yearbook size, not, you know, the little mm. ones that they are. Oh, okay. So a front and a back in a paragraph <laughs> yeah. is like five pages of the normal little yeah. scripts. Um, yeah, I really did enjoy being in that. I think that was the most I've ever done on stage, I guess, because it was so much to remember and memorize. Um, but all through the night, obviously, as yeah. everyone, I just don't want to be cliche, um, holds a special place in everybody's heart who's been in it or seen it. Um, and Joseph was awesome. I mean, come on. It, that was, what, a cast of 50, my first show ever, Um Emily and Sarah and Tommy were all in it. So it was just such a good vibe. And Carla and her sisters, um, just such a good time. I got to be honest right now. I have been listening to two musicals in my car. And Joseph is is one. And I'm just, I'm going for it. I love Joseph so much. (laughs) I love it. I love the music. and The the, music's just incredible. The funny thing is, is when I was in third grade, you know how you have like obsessions when you're a kid? Yeah. Joseph was my obsession, and I would come home from school and put on the DVD with Donny Osmond. Mm. I, I mean, third grader, <laughs> and I was like, "This is the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life." Yeah, like this is a bop. Like I'm in <laughs> love with this. It still is, and it still is. I know every word. I sing it, even though I shouldn't. Um, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong. Especially mm. that summer was so amazing. I feel like that's where a lot of the bonds and connections of people we know still last on from right. that. Um, so many groups formed during that. So that, of course, was incredible, a great, Incredible, a great incredible time. show. Yeah. Just fantastic. I, 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 I told everyone, 
I can't stop directing musicals until after I do Joseph. That's fair. So whatever that'll be like 2027. Then I'll make my decision if I'm done or not. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love Joseph. It, yeah, I agree. I you know what I like about it is I am not a musical person. I mm-hmm. I just they're tough for me. Um I think you guys have touched on this before too. They're not necessarily actors they're more musical people right and that's very hard for me to sit through cheesiness and there's a lot of cheesy big flashy (laughs) smiles and jazz hands and that's not very much my my forte of what i'd want to see for two hours um but joseph you don't really have any of that like it's just bop after bop after bop song after song hit after hit and you know the words by the end of the show you're singing it even though you know you don't even know mm-hmm. all the words, but you know most of them to hum along and tap your foot as you're leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other musicals like like the old like Gassy Pants musicals are so like heavy, like dialogue and this and yeah. this and this, and it's like ah, oh, kill me. Mm-hmm. But I think Joseph is one of those ones that you're like, yes, like I can get behind that because it's just music after music after music, and that's what musical theater people are good at. Yes, do your music, yeah, and yeah. I don't have to try and watch you act. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying. So I think that is why it is such a hit for so many people because you didn't have to sit through, you know, uh, seven pages of dialogue of and it's someone just, who can't act. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's just a good time. Like every every so part good. of it is just a good time, and it's a whole story through music. Yeah, which yeah. is also awesome because it's like and it moves pace. Yep. Because especially nowadays, I know Uncle Jesse was talking about this. To get somebody to sit somewhere for two and a half hours without their phone, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. That's why you're going to see lights on in the mm-hmm. audience. But that, it's so fast-paced, and it's boom, 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 and you're invested. Because it's like like a kid. Like, you're going to put on, you know, um, Coco Melon for the kids. Right, right. <laughs> the adults can sit through it. It's just music. They don't got to think. Right. But the other musicals where it's like, oh, this person and this and this drama is like, no. Yeah. Put the music on. Click Coco Melon on and let the audience enjoy. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's what Joseph is. <laughs> well, and the songs are are great. And remember the, the Tennessee summer? That was when Carla came. And I just nonstop sang the entire catalog of songs. Did she get songs. sick of that? No, so. she said she loved my singing. Oh. So. Well, yeah, because... We... Okay, have you heard him <laughs> sing ever? He actually is a really good singer. And yeah. he jokes around. And, like, I think if he, like wouldn't laugh after he did it like he could i've said it to him before i said did you you could so be in a musical mm-hmm. so could mikey i think mikey has a really good singing voice wow yeah um i think you both could do fantastic but dj's like no no he's too inside his head yeah you have a good voice i'm not free enough like to sing i'm not free enough to sing but you could no, be sir. if you worked on it i don't know i don't know I would love to play Joseph. I would love, love more than anything to be Joseph. And then I'd retire. I'd, I'd, I'd retire from my musicals. I know. I, I would love to be the friend in Les Mis, but I, I, can't, I forget his name. Not Marius, but uh, Marius' friend. Yeah, I don't You remember. would love to be in Greatest Showman, too. Yeah. I would love to be in Greatest Showman. I've always wanted to be Zac Efron. I could live out my dream of being Zac Efron in that. That's true. He used to make our grandpa call him Zac. Oh, my God. And he well, would. I said, I said I would prefer if I was called Zac. And he was the only one who was like, I got you. Shout out to my grandpa. So, love that so do you be, want to be called Zach? <laughs> Not anymore. No, no, no. He'd be like, "Hey Zach, did you want? Do you want another pancake?" <laughs> and he we'd was all a real be like, one. "Yeah, he did. He had your back." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. also wanted to dye your hair black. That's right. At the age of five, 
That's right. And I still haven't dyed my hair. It's all all natural. All natural. I wouldn't mind dyeing it, though. I don't know. Maybe not black, though. Maybe like a chestnut. <laughs> what is it now? <laughs> I feel like it is chestnut. No, it's like dirty <laughs> blonde. It's like it's like what? Funny. His hair is not dirty blonde. What? You two have two different colored hair. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. That's blonde. Well, no, my, our hair is my, very different. My roots. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're my roots. natural. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. Everyone else in the family has dyed their hair. All the siblings, except for me. Yeah. I would like to go crazy and just do like pink or something. <laughs> that could be cool. Yeah. Like do an underlay. You know when people get the under part of their hair dyed? You could do no. like neon green. Ooh, where it's no, just no, like no, no, see through. Just <laughs> get the ends. Yeah. Nah, Dip dye? Nah, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Couple streaks. I, I I say this and everyone's <laughs> like, Oh yeah, cool. Like then you'll be like an anime person. I'm like, ooh, I am not I'm oh, not, I'm yeah. not into to anime. Now and if you are, good for you. But that's not me. So like I don't want people to be like, Oh, I can anime. approach this man about anime. You can't because <laughs> I don't know anime. So I would just dye it pink because there's actually a, a picture of Jared Leto with cool pink hair. And I don't like Jared Leto at all. But like the pink hair looks cool. Like a hot pink? Nah, it was like a light pink. And was- oh, like, like a rose gold? I could see you doing like oh, a rose gold. That's different. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a different podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> straighten. I did straighten my hair. Carla straightened my hair. Well, Kirsten used to straighten my hair for what? Maybe Tom Sawyer. And then I would just, I talked about this before, I would just spray it so it was just stiff Lego hair. <laughs> and then um, Carla straightened my hair for Silver Lady, and I have a ton of pictures of that. There was one think, yeah. show that you came out on stage, and I don't know what or who did that crime was onto your head. <laughs> and me and Emily just go like this, and we just look at each other, and we just start laughing. And it was a serious show, so we were like covering our mouths. Um, if you remember, text me what oh, show that was. Good, love to hear that. Um, and we just we just literally because it was like you slicked it. <laughs> oh my god, I can't even talk about it. It's so bad. You like <laughs> slicked the top half, but the bottom because it was summer, it was so humid. Like mine. Yeah. Gets so okay. Cold. And it was like <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was this was <laughs> nonsense. Oh my god. This was nonsense. And I didn't put my own hair back. That was when I had a crush on Haley, so I'm like, oh, would you mind putting my hair back for me because I've never done it? And then she literally just went like to the top of my head, and I had like sideshow bob hair. It was like Jeepers Creepers, the monster <laughs> from Jeepers Creepers. It's like his hair is like burnt to the top of his head, and the bottom was just crispy clouds. And yeah. I was like, DJ, what? What is that? Get backstage. It was, it was during the grease number, and I felt I felt so cool because I had the oh, leather what? jacket, That's the grease back hair. I had the the candy cigarette. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, man, yeah. I'm oh, just just turned and did that, and I was dead. <laughs> I could not. <laughs> I didn't know how to do it back then. That's okay. No, it looks good now. I don't do anything with it now, so it just it just exists, and then, and then I put it back. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was what. That was your favorite show you've been in. Yes. Favorite you've seen, or have we talked about that? No. Favorite you've seen. <laughs> um, so this is where I chose one for each oh, okay. type of show. Um, so Fall Thriller, obviously. Take a break in between, though, because I'd like to talk about you. Okay. Sure. I know. I, I know. <laughs> I talk so fast. I feel I'm very sorry for whoever's listening to this. They're probably like, this is going. No, but you have a lot of energy. No. I like it. Okay, good. No, I wasn't even saying. Yeah. No, I was just saying just, just so we can talk about each. Okay. So... The Uninvited, mm-hmm. we already touched base on. Yeah. Obviously, just love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Child's Play. And I actually have a side piece to say about this. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm not I'm not being mean to anybody, but if you do not understand child's play, please, please tell me why. What did you not understand about it? That that because I, I heard audience members saying that as they laughed, like I didn't get it. Yeah. What did you not get? I think. <laughs> please. I in the second. The second time, I think we muddied the waters. But again, the second time, there was so much going Ex- on. That's, that's, yeah. So I don't think anybody was actually into it. It was just like, we got to present this. Yeah, just kind of get, get it through over it. With. Yes. The first time, incredible. I know Fantastic. DJ has talked about this before, but I, I always feel like when I look back at my memories on the theater, me and you cowering over the balcony for Night of the Living Dead. Yes. <laughs> terrified. In my Target candy corn pants. <laughs> yeah, and I, I remember would those. Be, yeah. Yep, and I would be, and we'd be so excited, but we did not want them to touch us or to look at us or yep. to know we were up there. And they all knew we were up there. Like, they were like, whatever. Um, and Julie, shout out to Julie. Those those years being a bodyguard at Darien Lake did you good because she <laughs> literally would protect us like we were like little celebrities. And yep. I remember one of the zombies, um, I won't mention his name. Um, tried to like get around Julie to get to us, and Julie pretty much just like a fly on the wall, smacked this boy <laughs> out of oblivion. Was like get so, and everybody, you know, if if you're on Julie's bad side, then you know it's scary. <laughs> so they knew, do not mess with us. So shout out to Julie um, for that. But um, that and then um, child's play, me and you sitting upstairs yes. on that couch. Watching that scene, which I know you've touched on quite a few times on the podcast, but me and you watching that scene, and we always knew when Dad put that brown turtleneck on yeah. that that scene was about to happen, and we would go like this because it was so realistic and so amazing, and the chemistry Dad and Carl had. Oh, just I wish it could be redone and people me could too. watch it, but unfortunately, it can never happen again. Yeah, um, but so good, so so good, and then a night of dark intent. Ooh, but. Don't hate me for this. The first time around, only because there were so many OGs in it. You had Julie, you had um, Vanessa, you had um, Joy, you had Sharon Priest. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so many of, like, the bad A dollar sign, dollar sign women of the theater. Like, and I was so young that I was like, oh, this is awesome to see an all-women play. It was great the second time around. No, I figured but you would say the first one. The first time just resonated, you know what I mean, more because I think, you know, when you're little, you I think you're... a lot of people were new in the second one, too. I think so. Did I, I, don't I prefer the second one, for sure. Do you? Yeah, just I think we got the set right. I think uh, we got, I don't know, I think we, we fixed some feeling stuff. And, I mean, it, I didn't fix it dad fixed everything yeah so that was all dad i i thought the second time was just brilliant i thought the first time was brilliant as well too i i just remember it less but what i can remember i do like the second time yeah no i get that and i there's nothing wrong with the second no time. no thought, yeah right i opinion. thought the second time was <laughs> okay. am, uh, amazing but i think like again i was so young and you're so invested you're oh, like yeah, oh my yeah. god like this is so cool um so i think a lot of the plays that are my favorite are the first times yeah. they were done. But then again, I was way more invested in the actors and the people and the how the set was put together. And now I just kind of show up to a final product. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, and yeah. then I remember Night of the Living Dead. I don't remember if I've talked about this before. But Brian, we, were, we liked him, but we were always scared of him. Right. Because he's huge. Um, and just, he's this big monster tall guy 
who would like blacken out his his eyes and was just horrifying. And so you and I were upstairs and we heard somebody coming up the stairs. We're like, oh my god, like this. <laughs> and then we saw him come through the door. So I remember going under the light board. And both of us were just like pressed up against the wall, like shaking. Yes. And like, please, like, please don't notice one here. <laughs> and like, he walked into the booth, didn't see anyone, so just walked out. And then we heard him up in the balcony for a little bit, and then he walked down. And like, that was one of the scariest moments of my life. I remember that. It's like it's just a man in makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, and it's so cool to think now that like you're involved with the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Putting it all together and the zombies and all that stuff because it was, that was again, like I said, looking back, one of our biggest and best favorite things we would yeah. i remember thinking about it in school and being like oh my god we get to go see the zombie show and yep. you know and um i that of course is one of my favorites as well i would love to that's one thing i would love to be a zombie in night of living dead i would love to be the one that goes down the stairs at the beginning like yeah. just completely co- covered in blood i would love that but again schedule and stuff i said dj's gotta let me be like do a cameo as a zombie like one random night and then never again <laughs> well now that's on dad dad's directing again <laughs> bring it up to him so that's fall yes fall so christmas <laughs> <laughs> christmas is obviously all through the night obviously um there's you know nothing that can really beat it but christmas carol christmas carol holds such a special place in my heart as well mm-hmm. um one, because Dad plays Scrooge, and Dad on stage is just, like, incredible. Yeah. Like, and if you know my dad off stage, like, he's so not any of, like, these villain characters that he <laughs> plays, but he plays them so well, and they're so believable. But what Dad does so well with, like, villain characters is that he, like, makes them likable. Yeah. Like, like Jerome and, or whatever his name was in... Child's like, yep. you liked him. Yep. You you weren't supposed to like him, but you did, and you felt so sorry for him. And then Scrooge, the whole time I'm like, obviously it's dead, but I'm like, oh, he's doing it so well yeah. that you're like, dang. Um, so Christmas Carol, and I love the carolers. I love the colors yeah. of the flannels during that flannel scene. I loved being part of that. Um, that's one I would like to be part of again someday down the road. I just think that's such a fun show and it's, it gives you that Christmas feeling, um, that it's a wonderful life never does. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know what I mean? I just, I'm not big on that one, but. um, No, next time we do Christmas Carol, I'm directing because I just, I have to. It's incredible. Yeah. I have to. And I loved you as past seeing you and Uh, dad in that and. Oh, what? I don't know if it was the last time. And I don't know if it was M with me or if Carla was in it. Someone, some other emotional woman with me, probably mom. (laughs) And we (laughs) cried when you were nephew or whatever and hugged dad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just such a moment because you're both so good on stage. And then we both know you personally. So I bet you it was mom. Me, mom cried, everything. (laughs) And I'm like in the balcony. I'm like... (laughs) Like, this is so stupid. Like, but it, it was just like, you guys have such a chemistry, obviously, off stage and on stage. It's just Christmas Carol for me, one of the top ones. That's, yeah, that's one of my favorite moments that I don't think I've talked about on here is, yeah, I was, I was Fred. So then, um, it's my dad's adapted version. So at the end, Fred comes back and like they hug. And I remember doing it just for a rehearsal and I'm in my big puffy winter coat and, and, uh, I don't, I, dad's probably in like his denim. And 
we hugged, and then I look over, and Carla's just like sobbing in the audience. <laughs> like, oh my god, that was so good. And so then, like, every, she did that like the whole first year, and then I replayed it last time we did it, and I gave Dad a picture of when I was Tiny Tim in I don't know what year. I was Tiny Tim, and we hugged then. And then I so I gave a picture of that, and then right under it was a picture of like the most recent time we Aww. we hugged. I was Fred this time instead of Tiny Tim, so I, I love that. That's one of my favorite moments on stage. Yeah, I ever. remember that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just so good. It's so good. Like even if you don't know them as father and son, it's just one of those moments where you're like, yeah, so feel good. good because they're both so good on stage. And DJ doesn't give himself enough credit, which we all know, but. DJ's incre- DJ, you are incredible on stage. Like, in the older you get, the better you get. Like, it's mm, just, thanks. you know, probably as good as I would be if I stayed with uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't know. Yeah. It's been... Hey, you can always come back. Yeah, maybe. As a zombie, we'll start out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Winter Classic, this is going to be a shock. I don't know if I already told you. Our Town. I Ooh, love our town. Never would have guessed that. Never would have I that. love our town. You know why? Because I am like a mush ball. Like I just am. I have like a very hard exterior, but that show gets to me. Um, and I love that it's beginning, middle, end of like a life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's. I think there's so many moments, and like me and Dad were talking about it. There's so many moments that he said that he, it's like takes inspiration from for all his other shows like mm-hmm. there's so many moments that you can go back to in our town and be like oh my god that feeling that this scene created we want to emulate that in another show so our town i know it gets a lot of hate it's an old gassy pants kind of a show i love it i love it i do i know i don't dislike it i just dislike that it's two act long i agree mm-hmm. yeah, i two, agree or, or three act but uh, two intermissions, or literally, we have two intermissions. It's a yeah. tough one. It's a tough one for like regular audiences. I think it's very mm. geared towards more of the theatrical yeah. kind of somebody, like you know, who's into literature yeah. and yeah. life, and just sitting there and watching, and that you know, someone who wants to like sit after and talk about the show and be like, well, at this moment, this, and it's not really for like a normal kind of crowd, right? I do like it, though. I did go to school for English education um, to be an English teacher. So that story, it just, mm-hmm. you can pull out all the themes and the, the symbolism. And it, to me, one of the one of the good ones. Yeah, I don't dislike it. I, I don't dislike the story part. But, yeah, I, I, and I've talked about it before. Like, what I love to do is, is create the visuals and have the, right. like, I love what dad writes. And, and to work with that stuff is great. But, like, I, I'm not a against like ever returning to something like that just like for a one-off yeah you know not not and do that and then follow it with our wilderness or crap like that but like <laughs> hey our wilderness Ooh, i hate our wilderness i didn't even see it sorry oh my god <laughs> i was a lead i didn't i didn't see that and i didn't see curious savage yeah that's fine <laughs> But I was the lead in Our Wilderness. I was literally the lead. I think that's one of my biggest parts. I never, I didn't see, I didn't know you even had that part. I was the lead. Uh, that's that's. Insane. I wish I would have seen. I'm sorry, DJ. No, I, I mean, watched it was, the tape. It was it was garbage. I wouldn't even you know, watch the tape. Curious Savage is not garbage. I really like that. You should have seen it. I've <laughs> I've already said my piece about I Curious Savage. It is not. Well, it, it's no. I don't know. I was gonna say it's not well written. 
I'll get so much hate for that, but it's, I don't care. I don't care about any of the characters. I don't. It does <laughs> does not do it for me. A wilderness ten times worse. Mm. Ten times worse. <laughs> so all the classic theater people are like, oh my god, no! <laughs> I said it. Don't get me started on Shakespeare. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, I also had Little Women on there, but I already told that story. Why that is important to me. Love Little Women. Um, just because, like I said, I think theater pretty much raised us a lot with that was our first introduction to a lot of themes like you know death friendships family life we learned a lot about that through the shows we saw or got to be part of yeah um and like again little women was that one where it was my kind of like awakening moment when i was like six years old like oh wait this is horribly tragic and this happens you know Mm -hmm. um when she's in the white gown and the next scene Marmy's carrying that dress and that song is playing and it's like oh my my little heart broke because I was like what is this this is what life is and then I was negative the rest of my life after that (laughs) moment I was like what is this um no but that's that's why that you know meant a lot to me um besides that the story to me is a little uh, you know not my favorite (laughs) not my favorite I like this story Uh, yeah it's okay it's not 100% 100% my, uh, but I think because I had to read the book mm-hmm. and it yeah. was like you, I, when you have to read a book it's like yeah yeah it makes me. it so much worse um, and then spring like I told you guys oh, wait. before we're done with the we're done with the winter oh yeah oh you wanted to keep talking <laughs> no wait, just, what? I just wanted to see if there's any more in the, uh, in the she barrel. didn't say one that you yeah <laughs> what there's no uh, Frankenstein mention <laughs> <laughs> Nosferatu oh, no, mentioned. But or... guess what? I was going to say, if <laughs> she doesn't I ever, if I ever did make my return to stage, I wrote that, like, roles I would love, absolutely love to play. I would love to play, I don't know what they're called, the the Brides of... Um, of Frankenstein? No, oh, of... The Brides of, of Dracula. Of Dracula, oh. the mistresses or whatever. <laughs> How fun is that? How fun is that? I Alex did, played yeah. it. I don't think you remember, but the first time they did it, I did the scream for, there was three of them, and when they get murdered or whatever, the one girl couldn't scream, so they had me go back there, and I would scream at the top of my horror movie scream for her. So that was my little nod oh, in that show. Yeah. Yeah, did you know that, Deej? Uh No, but uh, we were in that one together. Yes. 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 I forgot I was in that. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, we were both in that the first time. Yeah, I, I prefer watching that one. Yeah, Frankenstein. Um, <laughs> Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Frankenstein. No, you have good job on that. I mean, <laughs> I think it's been it's talked not to. On the, it's not on the list, so. Oh no. <laughs> uh, <that's>... Um. Okay. <laughs> and then spring. <laughs> just, okay. just I'm vomiting right now. I'm sick to my stomach. Well, you're, you're... You know, no, I think that's necessary because everyone's like telling you what a phenomenal. <laughs> no, it was awesome. It was awesome. I know. It. You just you <laughs> I know maybe it was. need to be knocked down. <laughs> just I'm not. Not everyone. No, I'm just kidding. But like everyone has said how great it is. So like for someone to be like, you know, it wasn't my favorite. I respect okay, it. but if you're listing shows, <laughs> you have a list a mile long. Toss me a bone. <laughs> no, it's in there. It's in Toss there. Toss me a bone. No, I do love it. But I think like because I am like your guys' number one fan of this podcast, I've heard it talk to yeah. death. Yeah. yeah. So I'm giving a new 
a new little sprinkle of different shows. DJ, I can see you're mad. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad. His, he's yeah. upset because his three-course Italian dinner has been delivered no, one minute it ago. Has not, it has not been delivered, actually. One so minute. I don't know when that'll yeah, happen. Yeah, was it 9.20 or 9.40? It was supposed to be 9. Well, it was between 9, 9.20 and 9.40, but I was really optimistic for a 9.20 delivery. <laughs> Italian trio. If you were a part of Sweeney Todd, I've talked about an Italian trio. I tried to order it one night. It didn't go through. I've been craving an Italian trio. Tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. It's I, were, I really thought we would have been done before it. Well, it hasn't been delivered. It hasn't so. been delivered. So I, mm, this could be a problem, though. If I, <laughs> if I don't get this, my whole mood's going to turn. Oh, we better be done with this before that. You don't want to mess with DJ and his Italian trio. <laughs> you can't be in the middle of that. <laughs> Big Italian trio. Where'd you order this It's so scheduled for 9.30. So oh, 9.30. We'll see what happens. Carabas. Mm. <laughs> I was really in the mood for some authentic Italian cuisine. So, yeah. so. Now you got to do their, you got to do their ad. Yeah, Carabas. Carabas, uh, Eat Italian fresh. trio. Is it know. really? <laughs> no, isn't that Subway? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is worrying me though. Okay, wait. So. Uh, My spring we? show. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah, one. Yeah. I have a very, very dry sense of humor. It takes a lot to get me to like laugh i laugh at myself a lot like it's things that just genuinely are not funny i think are funny so comedies are tough for me but i said that i love the energy that the crowds for the laddie and bernice show bring i know that's cliche everybody says it but like there's they have fans like you know what i mean it's it's a lot of other shows like people just come to enjoy the show they don't have fans that laddie and bernice have fans like i mean they line up the streets dressed as them um, I love that. I love to see that. I love that for them. I love it for Dad. I love it for you guys. Yeah. I think that's incredible. Um, I think they're so funny, too, obviously. But I just love that energy. And to see that energy is so rare nowadays to get people excited mm-hmm. about things. Um, it's, like, contagious. I love that. <laughs> yeah. um, is that – can I move on? Is that good? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm content with that answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I've directed a few Lottie and Bernices, so <laughs> – but yeah, I mean, I like the one, wedding so. one a lot. You know why I like the wedding one a lot? Whoever made those cupcakes, shout out to Kathy Meiser's friend. Those cupcakes, they had a cake <laughs> ball on top. Me and DJ, would you? No, you're not really a sweet tooth guy. I'm not a sweet guy. So I uh, have enough sweetness oh, radiating okay. off of me no. to take care of the oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. So it must have been me and M, but we would sneak down before the show would start and take a couple of those cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so now I, I want a cupcake. Shout out to that cupcake man. I do like cupcake. I do like a, a cupcake. Really? I th- thought you yeah. were more of a muffin guy. Oh, my God. I am definitely See? more of a muffin guy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Am I a muffin man? You're a mu- I was going to say you're a muffin man. <laughs> Blueberry, chocolate chip, whatever, what have you. Um, not a nut guy, though, so I can't have the nuts in there. Mm. So He's if you're going to make me a muffin, no nuts. <laughs> Preferably. <laughs> um, and then musical... DJ already knows this answer. Big River. Big River. Big Wait, River. Did you say you didn't like Big River? Big River. <laughs> I, I, it's not that I don't like it, but it's not what I'm looking to do. Did you watch it or just listen to the soundtrack? Curious. I watched it and I listened to the soundtrack because we're going to do it in, what, 2020? Oh, okay. So I listened to the whole thing. and I'm like, the music's great. It's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. And you know what? It reminds me reminds me going back to what we were talking about with joseph 
It's a cocoa melon mm. kind of a thing. <laughs> put it on. Uh, it's it's deeper put them than on. that. It's, it's deeper, deeper but that. it's got the music back to back. Uh, it's <laughs> pretty deep. It's pretty it's deep. It's got the music back to back. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's not like it's yeah. like dialogue, 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 dialogue. Heavy. It's heavy, but through the music, you get the emotions through the music. It's something you can just turn on and the audience can be invested in it's not something they you know they get the the story through the music yeah which is so much means so much more than like oklahoma fiddler on the roof oh 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 i can't sit through it so based off what she's saying do you think she will like sweeney todd (laughs) yes i do think you will like sweeney todd because it's not it's 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 so different from normal musicals it is so I think he will, but it's definitely do you not, don't watch it to be like, oh, I'm just gonna sit here and do right not now. twist my <laughs> yeah. words on Coco Melon. You know what I mean. You know uh, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Cabaret, mm. big Cabaret girl. I mm-hmm. love the music. <laughs> um, again, a little too many moments of cheese for me in that but the music incredible i sing the music to this day i just sent dj an audio recording of me singing the music he was not very pleased yes she did and carla actually (laughs) wanted me to play it for her and i don't think i ever ended up doing it (laughs) (laughs) because cabaret came up somehow she's like and i'm like oh yeah rose sent me a singing clip it's like oh i need to hear that (laughs) and she did not hear it i love cabaret i think it's fun I think it's fun, and I think it was something so different than the theater's ever done. Yeah. Um, which I also thought was a breath of fresh air, because I used to go with mom to every single musical rehearsal since from Big River to what's what's the one with, that you guys were talking about last time that you built the whole city on the stage? Was that? Music Man. Music Man. So from Big River up to Music Man, every single musical I went to and sat with mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to see all the behind the scenes, all that. That's why my opinion matters, and Big River <laughs> is amazing. I would love to do uh, the set for Big River, and the music's fun, but it's just not what I'm looking for at this moment. The set is like a Mumford and Son sort of <gasps> sort of deal. I didn't know you were a Mumford and Son fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. saw them live. Yeah, good stuff. Not a concert guy though, but I, I do I do enjoy a a song or two. And my last musical, Pippin. Mm. I loved Pippin. Yep. I, you know what? Again, kind of you like that dark, gothic-y. Yeah. That's the route mom went with it. I loved it. I love the music. Me and DJ used to sing Corner of the Sky. Corner of the Sky is just a beautiful piece of music. I was singing it before I came here to mom, and she was laughing so hard. And she was like, you got to sing that. And then I'm like, DJ will die. <laughs> DJ will die. And mom was just crying, laughing, because I can't sing. I can't hold a note, pitch, tune, whatever any of that is. I don't have it. But Pippin, again, one of those ones, great music. You invest me with the music, not as much blah, 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 blah. I can't do the blah, blah, blah in between songs. I can't do it. <laughs> there's not a ton in Sweeney. but Coco like, Melon. The, <laughs> like, it still has a story. There's still a story. I, I like what Sweeney does. Cause but it is a I, lot I, of singing, too. I do enjoy when there's talking. But, like, if the actors are good. Yeah. If there's good actors talking at me, then, yeah, and there I'll, are, sit, so. I'll sit through pretty much anything. And, yeah, they're good. So, but when they're not good, yeah, then it's like, no. Quiet down, sing. Yeah. That's, and that's like a Mamma Mia. That's, uh, that's uh, what were we saying before? That's a Mamma Mia. That's a Joseph. That's a, well, we'll bring them out every now and again. But, like, they're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joseph, I'm, I'm clawing for it. But, like, that's just because of my, my past with it. Like, Mamma Mia, I'm not really, like, 
yeah clamoring to do it'll it'll happen at some point i'm sure but and what about pippin does that make the list at any point um i want to start with shows that we've never done i like that but i get behind that i do love corner of the sky corner of the sky is just great and um the the opening song we used to those are the only two songs i can think of truthfully so (laughs) i i liked that show yeah yeah um i i yeah i remember liking the set and the effects yeah um now you're gonna get now you got me thinking emily's gonna roast me for calling (laughs) big river coco (laughs) (laughs) no i probably not like i understand what you're saying like the music is good if if that's all you know what I mean, for. it's like but there is straight a story entertainment. If you want one, yeah, 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 yeah. as opposed to a, a story-heavy musical, which I just don't think works, especially with our theater, because you're you're either an actor or you're a except for Sweeney Todd, which oh, that's great, and I hope that's true, and I will let you know. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is true. Um, yeah, no, I see. That's the problem, and I have to remind myself of this when I pick shows. Is I like heavy. Mm-hmm dark like i love stuff like that so like i have to keep that Me in mind too. and toss in a toss in a cocoa melon yes thank you yeah um, we'll just refer to those as cocoa yeah, melons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. you get what i mean though. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah like when i direct like Chris, a christmas carol it's not going to be like oh all fun and, and games and stuff it's like this man is literally being told yeah. that nobody Story likes him and he's going to die alone. Which I think is That's deep. good because like all of the other shows typically are so deep. And that yeah. like uh, that's why kind of the musical is like, oh, like it's summer. I just yeah, it's hot. A breath of fresh air. Let me just listen to some some bops and go home. <laughs> like I don't want to be like, oh, like, you know, laying across the seats like oh like i'm i'm saddened by this story like it's summer it's hot i just I want a that. couple nice songs and i want to be like out feeling <laughs> i like feeling not like in the summer deeply. the summer's too hot for feelings that's why you can have it the rest of the year give me a couple good songs and send me on my way joseph hour and a half love good it. songs and joseph. get me out of there joseph you know it will make its return i'm speaking for the audience i'm i'm your character and here we sit <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I do I do love to just sit and 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 be entertained. Right. But I I love. I story. like to dissect what's going on. <laughs> I love a story. I really do. Can't help it. Can't help myself <laughs> to indulge in a story every now and again. Uh, that's yeah. I don't know. So that's something we have to keep in mind when when we continue to pick shows. Mm-hmm. Um, this season, what what do we got here? We got we got Spiral Staircase. That's pretty deep. Um, but it's fun. There's a storm and there's a killer. Like that's that's good fun. Can I say I don't remember that one? I remember the set. Mm, I beautiful don't set. necessarily remember the story. So I am excited to see it again. Yeah. Um, there's only eight people in the play, which is nice for you. Four and four. So that's gonna be four men, four women. Yes, mm. that'll be scary at auditions. Four and four, four and four. But there's also Night of the Living Dead auditions. That's August 14th and 15th. Oh, wow. Coming up. Yeah. Oh, don't I know it. And if I think this is a time crunch on a set, I'm going to die during Spiral Staircase. Because we have to not only get the entire Spiral Staircase, but we have to get that whole like kind of, I don't know, beautiful house Are mansion set up. recreating it pretty much as it was last time? Or are you kind of re... Um, yeah, my plan right now is to have a s- 
a very similar layout, okay. at least, because the stairs have to go on. The, well, they don't have to go on this side. We can put them wherever we want. But I think just to the eye, it's most appealing on that side. So that kind of limits everything else. But it was beautiful last time, so I'm I'm excited for that. I do remember the set. The set was beautiful. Yes. For sure. So that's pretty deep. Night of the Living Dead is just fun. <laughs> um, super deep. Christmas Rose is super deep. Mm. Uh, Treasure Island's fun. That's just adventure sword yeah. fighting. Uh, Lottie and Bernice is anything but deep. And uh, Jesus Christ Superstar is fun. We got some funs. Yeah. And what about the Halloween party? That will not be deep. That will be the Halloween a party lot is of a, fun. The Starries will be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, you got some great events coming up. Also, um, karaoke night. Is that happening? Uh, <laughs> when is the first event? Is Starry's the first? The Starry's is the first event, unless we do a script book club thing. But I don't know. I, I'm just, time is flying by. What happens to the zombie prom? Is that a thing? The zombie prom yeah, is... Isn't that later on, though? Yeah, we you all got text messages. Yeah, it's like with I think that's all this information in March. It's or it's. I think it's called a monster prom now. I did not get this text message, and I did sign up for the alert. You definitely got the text message. Then. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. Wait, let's see. If we can find it. <laughs> it's it's in it's in there. Mm. Well, don't get this information out to the non-members. Oh my bad. Okay, never mind. But I, but I, <laughs> oh, should I not brought it up at all? No, no. I want yeah, I want people to be either. jealous that they're not a member. So just come be a member. I would love to have you. And it's it's now like a zombie vampire um, monster. I might just be a monster. Prime I also as a thought, do you remember um, how fun cast parties at Pinewoods Park used to be? Yeah. I always thought, how fun would it be? I don't know exactly when the park closes those little vestibule thingies yeah, that you can yeah, rent yeah. out. But how cool would it be to do that for a fall show in the middle of Pinewoods mm. Parks with all the light, the leaves changing, and then you get like apple cider, and everybody's in their little Don't flannels, and you'd be outside. I always thought that'd be so fun, or have like a bonfire like at Dad's house. Yeah. Um, do something fun, because we used to do really fun cast parties, like the one at um, that park. For... We are looking into that park for this summer, but I feel like we had to do it like weeks ago. Yeah. What park um, is that? I don't even know what it's called. Some, it's a park on on Sweeney Street. <laughs> the show is Sweeney Todd, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's the connection. Okay, there. got it. That's where it connects. <laughs> I did not see that connection. <laughs> Fleety, <laughs> Fleety, yeah, that Fleety Todd, the demon barber of Sweeney Street. <laughs> that one's really cool because you like pull all the way in and you feel like you're like camping. Yeah, and it's yeah. got like these drawbridges you walk across, and you're right on the the water. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah. So we got to figure that. out. We got to figure out where we're gonna yeah. have the cast party. And but I'm I'm a little bit busy. If I'm gonna be honest, I'm a little bit busy with the show. He's lying. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I heard he doesn't even show up. <laughs> <laughs> When's rehearsal this week? I don't know that I'll make it. We'll okay, out. I have one last question though before wrapping things up. Sure, we're at an hour 48. Um, 49. So since you're such a big fan of the podcast, what has been your favorite episode oh besides your own? Oh my God. Um, that's a tough one. I think I have a lot of favorite moments from different episodes. Julie's episode made me cry. So thank mm. you for that, Julie. I was <laughs> at work, by the way. Thank you for that. Um, they're used to me crying at work. So it, was, <laughs> it was just a Monday. Um <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's hard for me to choose because, like, 
a lot of them was mom, dad, like things like that. But I guess if I'm picking like non-family, I loved hearing Julie and Joanne's stories because, again, they're so close to me and my family. So hearing kind of their start, um, not necessarily things I knew. Mm -hmm. Um, You know what I'm saying? And they're such important people in our lives that um, it was cool hearing that, like, how their paths perfectly crossed for them to become part of and more than part of, you know, create the theater with mom and dad. Um, I would go with that. I think that's probably decent. Nice. Decent answer. Yeah. I like that. Safe answer. (laughs) Political. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep everyone happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I got. Well, all thank you, you guys so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank yeah, you for coming on. Do you have any, any other notes that no, we didn't No, I, I really don't. Um, oh, the only other thing that I really didn't talk about was, like, how, when I was a kid, how cool I thought, like, the cast members were. Like, I thought they were, like, celebrities. You know yeah, what I mean? When you're yeah. little, and I'd make my mom buy a bouquet of flowers, and I'd sit on the costume room stairs and hand out a single flower to every cast Aww. member. Because I thought they were the coolest thing. And Jamie Fallhaber, rest in peace. Love her to death. Um, her sister, Christy. I was obsessed with her. Like, I thought she was, like, like a celebrity. And I remember she had, like, a red sequence like, flapper dress for the one musical she was in. That um, following Halloween, it was, I was in first grade. I had my mom make me a, a flapper dress so I could be like her. So it was cool having that kind of a thing, too, looking up to these people and being like, "Yeah, you people are so cool. Like, I would love to, like, be you. You mm. know what I mean? Um, so that's one thing that I, like, wrote down, like, how obsessed I was with casts. Like, I was, like, I'd draw them pictures, and I'd make my mom draw pictures so I can go and hand it to them, like, just to be part of it. Um that was also something that I really remember looking back at my childhood being like, I thought everybody was just the coolest thing in the world. Right. So, I remember that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, DJ's falling asleep here. So. Well, I'm getting a little nervous because I have no updates on my Italian trio. <laughs> so. It's they lost just, in transit. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see a man sweat? <laughs> because I'm, I'm doing it profusely right now. <laughs> No update. Scheduled for 9.30 p.m. Well, guess what? It's 9.37. Well, it's not the Italian <laughs> no sweats update. because you haven't oh. had your Italian trio yet. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll have a mental breakdown because then I might have to go out and then get McDonald's. Well, Ooh. there's a Chipotle burrito in the fridge at home. I ordered two of them. You can have it. Yeah, there's no meat in that. You could add meat. Well, you can't eat it without meat. No. So one time I ordered from Chipotle, oh and I'm I'm looking forward to this. And it comes to me, and what is it? It's literally a shell full of guacamole. <laughs> and I'm like, no way that anybody just enjoys this. I'm, I'm a huge guacamole fan. Huge, big supporter of the avocado. I don't want it just that in a shell. I don't I don't want that. So what do I do? I contact Ordesh. I'm like, can you just please resend me my order? I'd appreciate it. They resend the order. What is it? It's the same <laughs> It's thing. a shell full of, full of guacamole. No. I'm, I'm sick to my stomach at this point. <laughs> so I had to reorder the whole thing. And so I, I bought it twice that day. Did you double and... check your order? No. I, but I, I ordered I, – because I remember clicking. I, I clicked the, 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 the veggies and the, the chicken, and then I double wrap it. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't double wrapped, and it was, it was just guacamole in a shell. <laughs> was like that's not even a good veggie option. This is literally guacamole. 
<laughs> they have great guacamole, but not in, just in a shell. <laughs> just guacamole. It, it was, and I was appalled because oh I'm like, this God. is looking kind of skinny. They really like, <laughs> they really kept the chicken out. And then I bite in. I'm like, oh, okay, a lot of guac. And then I kept biting. I'm like, this is just guac. This is just guacamole. Okay. <laughs> so I don't want that experience. What again. if when you reordered the guy just rewrapped it and brought it back to you? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> then your bites on the other end of it. <laughs> yeah. It was it, it was the same guy because his name popped oh, yeah, up twice. He definitely did that. And he's just like I don't know, just dropped it at the front door. So <laughs> yeah, that's my Chipotle story. Big okay. big guac guy though. Love guac. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Love guac, love muffins. I love guac too. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, toast. Love avocado toast. toast. Avocado toast. Toast. Toast is the most underrated breakfast food of all time. Love is toast. avocado toast just bread with guacamole on it? That's what Tim Hortons thinks. Well, uh, 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 is that a controversial topic now? No, what well, I do is guacamole isn't avocado, and avocado isn't guacamole. Right. Guacamole is with the other seasonings and yeah and i like i like to just chop up the guac or the the avocado and then put just smear that on the toast as if it's butter i didn't think you were an yeah. avocado guy love I know, me I'm an surprised avocado you like avocado couldn't toast. place him as an avocado guy i love avocado <laughs> and i love toast toast is one of my favorite foods on the planet that i know Peanut butter Truthfully, toast. I you love peanut, peanut butter, butter on toast. <laughs> he rolled his <laughs> eyes back in his eye. I, I haven't had toast in so long. Well, and I maybe just if you don't it. get your Italian trio, you can have toast. Well, then I'm going to have to go out to the store and buy bread. <laughs> so I'm not in a good position right now, and I'm getting no updates from, from DoorDash. So I'm at Garoppa's closes at 10, I assume. So <laughs> you're going to get an outraged message is what's going to happen. All right. All right. I don't think anyone wants to hear any more of I your... think they do. <laughs> I think that, I think that's why they're tuning in. <laughs> All right. I All hope right. someone clicked record on this because... No. <laughs> oh, my God. This, this was a test run. Oh. This is just a test. Let's start. We got to do it all again. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? <laughs> Four hours later. I'm DJ Swartz. Welcome to the Sorry Theater Podcast. Okay, I'm really hot. We are sponsored by that JDS really Electrical. Oh, we do need to say that. JDS Electrical. For all your, oh my god! <laughs> for all, I don't have this memorized. For you all your read. electrical needs, you oh, gotta, I got to scroll back up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You got to read the number. <laughs> oh god, got it, got it, Someone fill the space. <laughs> JDS, <laughs> my my ad voice. JDS Electrical Inc. <laughs> license and insured. Call 716-523-2711 for all your electrical needs. 716-523-2711. Thank you for sponsoring our 26th episode. Thank you for being our 26th episode guest. I was going <laughs> to say guest? I was going to say 26th guest, but that's not true. That's not true. Nope. Well, not. yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. This was Amazing. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Good. All right. We'll see you next time. Yep. See you next time.